Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome. You're getting awesome. We're getting awesome. Yeah, that's what I said now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Awesome Cast. We are back after vacation, and we're the Awesome Cast. We talk about tech things, and we podcast. Yay, here we are. Uh, I, of course, is your host. Is your host? Okay. Uh, Mike Sorg. Uh, <laughs> I is your host. I is your host. It was a great vacation. It was a va- great vacation. Lots of... A uh, great vacation. Yeah. You know, what? Hey, Sure. Sure. I hope everybody enjoyed our, our, our special episode we did. Uh, thanks to Caribou Coffee last week, uh, after watching the social network. Um, thanks to everybody for coming out for that one. Uh, and go check, go check that out if you haven't caught the movie yet. Actually, if you haven't caught the movie yet, don't see it. Um, unless you want the Cliff's Notes, because we kind of do that. So anyways, uh, with me today, as usual, is my co-host, Rob De La Creta. I still can't spell his last name right in emails to clients. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> That was pretty funny. Hi, I'm on the internet. Hey, you, you you missed the digitals. How you been? It's been it's been a week and a half. It has been a week and a half. You know, I uh, as much as I enjoyed doing the show, it was a nice change of pace to come home from work after mm-hmm. a ten hour workday on Tuesday and not have to do anything. Well, it, it wasn't entirely true. We did kind of end up at a meeting with yeah. us at seven o'clock. Strangely, yeah. the same night. Yeah, but still, we weren't here. <laughs> it was different. It was nice, you know, stuff, things. Tonight, I'm fueled by coffee, so that's a heads up for me uh, being completely asleep but saying words. Holy crap! Who's got the sirens going on? That would be me. I live next to a fire station. No, oh, there you go. There's some action <laughs> going on out there. Not and, my hood. And joining us tonight is the pitch hitter, Chachi. How you doing? I'm all right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, we, of course, we did announce we were supposed to have uh, Malengo on, and I, I want to make clear uh, he, he might be calling in a little bit later. But if he does, this is going to be his visual representation, uh, so you're aware. Uh, and please check out his fine comics over at Mangtoons.com. I love if he doesn't comics. call in, we are going to. Uh, I, I think we need to make fun of him in some form or fashion for at least the next three shows. <laughs> Awesome, uh, but Chachi, you you got an interesting series going on on your uh, vidcast, the uh, robots versus uh, zombies going. Oh on. no, it's not versus. Versus, no, 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 it's not versus. And I promise they will get tied up, tied together. Yeah, tied together next Monday. Excellent, promise. Excellent, Excellent. and of course, uh, of course, he's he's also doing his part, and we might as well mention here uh, supporting uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Right. Yes. Remember, we try yes. to be a PG show on this one. Um, well, it is PG. There's nothing dirty about Breast Cancer Awareness Month, sir. Yes, of course. All it takes is 30 seconds. You, you just give the girls a little squeeze. Guys, too, because guys can get breast cancer. It, it, it's important that we save second base. Exactly. See? <laughs> you were worried about me being dirty. 
There you go. Hey, you got, we got to do it. So uh, let's get right into it then. Uh, the big news for this week, uh, you know how well, we were talking before the show, you know how we kind of talk too much about Apple? Well, it's all Microsoft this week, just about. Um, their big announcement, the uh, Windows Phone 7 got unveiled uh, in their version of a of a press conference. Steve Ballmer came out for that. Um, uh, New York City, which is kind of strange. Why New York City, first of all? Um, but I, you know, I guess there's not much press in Seattle, but still. Um, but th- but that's not the first time they've done uh, they've done Halo releases and everything up in up in uh, New York City. I feel like uh, if you look at uh, Microsoft's releases, they they um, whereas I think when people think about like a release, like a, a get together release announcement type deal that isn't just a, a press meeting, people think about Apple immediately, and it's a big geek event so you have it in geek hubs and areas that are known for their geek sensibility uh so to speak but when microsoft does a thing like remember back when the xbox 360 was announced and Mm -hmm. they had mtv host the announcement yeah but of course mtv's got a base right there in times square so that kind of makes sense to that regard Uh, so they're definitely uh they're the way they they play it is not for the geeks Honestly, I, I think because as, as much as I know there are several people who, who love Windows to death, they are uh, far outnumbered by people who just couldn't give a damn but use Windows regardless. So they try to turn uh, all of their announcements into um, entertainment events. Which kind in of, that case, New York City is kind of a, a good move to make. Which kind of makes sense with something like the Xbox and something like uh, you know this phone announcement because it really does seem like they're these are two things that are well you know ironically this has Xbox functionality on it uh, with the Xbox Live uh, service uh, but it, 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 I think they're trying to break out of that mold and 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 yeah with the entertainment side that could kind of be more than just the we don't give a damn geek, geeks uh, that use it anyways. Um, so Even if you look at uh, the evolution of things like the Connect, like they're not net, like, yes, as a gamer, it's very cool. But what they're trying to do is implement all these devices into everyday life for anyone, not just the geeks. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so uh, as far as the announcements itself, um, a lot of phones, really yeah. a whole lot of phones, um, a lot of them by Samsung, HTC, Dell. LG. I'm not going to get into names. It doesn't remember. It doesn't matter. You're not going to know it anyways. Uh, configurations of the number seven and fun words like Optimus and Optimum and Quantum and Mozart and how did that get in there? Um, some of them look like identical to uh, their Android cousins. It looks like, especially some of the Samsung ones. So. Yeah, a total of uh, of nine different phones on uh, how many operators is that? One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Eleven. Eleven operators and no Verizon. Well, that's uh, eleven operators around the world. Around the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here in America, exactly. it's going to be predominantly AT and T for the first several months. It looks like Sprint's going to get the first one in uh, early 2011. I, I think you're talking January. Yeah. Uh, T-Mobile so, as well. what's that? T-Mobile as well. T-Mobile is going to get one, which makes sense. Um. Yeah. No Verizon. That's kind of interesting, especially no, since it's not really interesting. I mean, it, it actually makes sense. What's that? Um. Well, with Verizon getting the the iPhone four, mm-hmm. um, I I think they're more worried about that. Okay. Than worrying about 
whether or not they're going to get a Windows 7 is, phone. Is this, is, well, again, you know, maybe AT&T knows something that the rest of us don't. Of course, you know, with all the rumors going around, uh, of course, the latest rumor going around that Verizon's going to get a, uh, is it going to be January 2011 they're talking? There's going to be a, a yeah. GSM CDMA hybrid iPhone that's going to be released uh, that yeah. they're going to look at having on Verizon. January has been speculation for like pretty much since I think about three or four weeks after the iPhone 4 was announced, there were mm-hmm. rumblings and uh, manufacturing lines and, and little chunks of data that concluded to a lot of people um, that there was going to be an iPhone on Verizon in January. And then last month, the CEO of Verizon said things like, well, we'd really like to have the iPhone, but it's something, you know, we have to work for. And then he well, got let me really... let me see if I can find it, but I I, I have an inkling that I, I saw a link or something for a story, a recent story, mm-hmm. and I mean like the last two weeks or something. So well, there's been a I lot more reports that. in the last just in the last few days. Yeah, uh, but still, it, it it is still speculation. Nobody can say for certain because basically everybody is talking except for. Um, Verizon and Apple. They yeah, will not make right. any comments for it. Even though it is, like, I found it's, uh, I, I was in a Starbucks last week uh, and saw on the front page of the Wall Street Journal uh, the first of a pair of these stories last week. I think the Times, New York Times, had the other one, yeah. um, which yeah, now everybody's going to think is coming, you know, whether it is rumor or not, um, you know, because it's on the medium that everybody sees at the newsstand. So uh, I don't know if that gives it a little more you know, solid evidence or what, or better sources? I I, I don't know. Um, but who knows? Uh, but still, in the meantime, AT&T really hedging their bets. They, now, is it, you know, is this so much a, a play to bulk up their Windows line on the AT&T side versus the coming iPhone move? Or yeah. is it for... Verizon's pretty much the go-to place for, for Android phones. Right. Uh, I know they're on several several providers, but they got the bulk of them. They they have probably about the closest of a deep line of Android phones as uh, AT and T is looking to have coming up for uh, Windows Mobile. Right. Well, as far as AT and T, I mean, the way they carry themselves seems to be, you know, they get a letter in the mail that says, "We're releasing a new phone. Do you want it?" And they say, "Heck yes. We don't care who you are. We'll carry it." <laughs> um, because yeah, they, I, they do pretty much run the whole gamut. The only phone they didn't get was the uh, the Palm Pre, and let's be honest, that's not necessarily a but bad. But they thing. really haven't had much for Android phones. They really just in the yeah. past several months started getting Android phones. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because I, I don't know if you've noticed. But Verizon has always had a history of throwing all their eggs into the same basket as far as cell phones go. Okay, I, I'm not I'm not familiar as much with the history of Verizon's cell phones. You're talking about okay, like, like okay, from what I recall, uh, they were big on the the Razor for the longest time. Right. Um, but that that really kind of made its rounds uh, across carriers. But they eventually, guess, yes, they were probably the ones with the biggest push for them. Like you saw it in all their commercials, and of course, Droid you see everywhere. Commercials mm. still scare the crap out of me. Um, the billboards. <laughs> My favorite part the... of those commercials is the little subtitle at the end, letting everyone know that uh, Lucas Arts or Lucas Films <laughs> owns the Droid name. Now I've seen some articles around that there's going to be a Droid Droid, droid coming droid? out. Is that legit? I don't know if it was just a mod or what. Uh, no, Verizon released. I forget what version of uh, the droid it was, 
but it was last week, I think, mm-hmm. or the week before, they released a, a droid phone that the, its default skin was R2-D2. Let's see, uh, droiddoes.com slash R2-D2 is the site for it. I think it's Droid 2 from some of the things that are coming up in search here. Um, well, there you go. There, There's your Star, Star Wars geek out right there. Uh, right, and that pissed me off. Because <laughs> being being on T-Mobile, of course. Yeah, I, so. I wanted an, uh, I wanted an R2-D2 droid, <laughs> but, you know. So, uh, more importantly, on the on the Windows Phone 7 <laughs> front, um, uh, did I mention it looks terrible? Just saying. Well, that's, that's the part I don't get. You're talking about the interface, right? Yeah, the interface looks really bad, and the people now that people are are able to get their hands on these things, like nobody's really happy about it. Now, you know, the, the the big thing I, I didn't get to to sit through the entire presentation when they were going through how it worked. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking at it, I don't understand how it works. Uh, uh, supposedly there's actually no menu to this thing. It's just a lot of large square icons and yeah, information. It's, it's basically like one, um, you could call it like a, like a tapestry of such that you, <laughs> you move, you move through to interact with all these things. It goes back to the, uh, the ad we were talking about last week to avoid mm-hmm. the, uh, the stop and stare. Which they've extended that, that ad. I think there's a new one they have going on, uh, with, with like people in car accidents and stuff. Uh, that's interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, it looks like it just presents information to these squares, uh, you know, to, to the forefront there. Um, it's, you know, for me, has, has there been much of a reaction? To me, the jury's still out until I can actually get my hands on one. Yeah, I mean, I, I won't, uh, I won't write anything down until I can actually, um, I just lost my camera again. Yes, Thank you, you Skype. Skype, I hate you, for the record. <laughs> I hate you a lot. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to write anything down until I can get my hands on it. I always, uh, reserve that because I've had plenty of times where everybody said that things were awesome and they were terrible, like the, uh, incredible, terrible, terrible case that I have for the iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been plenty of times where everybody said it was awful and I thought it was amazing. Uh, kind of like the movie, The Social Network. Yeah. And, and it's one right. of those, I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, people, people thought the iPhone was a really weird uh, oh, set yeah. up until they got their hands on it too, and people seem to be getting used to that. Um, people said the uh, the Palm Pre was amazing until it actually hit the market. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, Can Rob, you name one Palm device that was truly amazing? Well, Palm has uh, done a lot of good things. Palm kept the PDA alive while everybody else sat on their hands and didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So they, I wouldn't say they've had any groundbreaking devices, but that was because they didn't have any competition. Well, they, they were up against. BlackBerry, who couldn't really get it. They were they were big back before they had to integrate phones into their into their stuff. They had the, they had the trio and all that good stuff. They, they were doing darn good things in their day, just like you know, <laughs> Model T used to be a great car. That, exactly, uh, Rob. Do you want to do a recall <laughs> or do you require a restart to fix your your video there? Uh, I would um, require a restart to fix. Fantastic. My video. Uh, if you want to go ahead and do that, we can we can carry on with you for a couple minutes. Okay, yeah, let me restart. We'll see what happens. No problem. Uh, so, all right, well, Rob's going to log off there, so it's just me and you, Chach. Um, oh, wow. Hey. Now, now, and we'll get into a little bit of this conversation uh, when he comes back here, uh, but now, now my thing is I, I, the comparison between uh, Android and, and Windows phone kind of isn't lost on me here. Um, 
you know, again, we talked about how 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 deep, you know, uh, how many freaking phones is going to be on. Um, what do you think about? Yeah, this this seems to be if it works, right? If it works as advertised, this looks like to be more of a play for the regular consumer, you know, versus Android seems to be like it's going to be more for the tinkers like you and I. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Let's let's take it back a little bit. Okay. Um, your wife had a Windows phone. Yes. Yes, I, I do have some firsthand experience. Thanks for that. Okay. And what did you think of that? Um, it was doing a lot of obviously, you know, a lot different. Uh, my, my experience was with her uh, AT&T 8525. And more recently, I did get my hands on an AT&T Tilt a few months ago. Uh, so respectively, it was a, a Windows Mobile 5. And I think the other one got updated to a 6.1. Um, which I didn't see very much difference between the two. Uh, hold on, let me bring Rob back here. Um, hey, Rob. I just restarted Skype and it worked. Oh, there you go. All right. Um, well, we're talking about the difference between uh, Android and uh, and uh, and uh, Windows phones here. Uh, but, but no, but the Windows experience I have, like I said, uh, version five and six, it really seemed like. Granted, it was large and clunky, but it was them bringing the Windows. Uh, metaphor over to the phone, which unfortunately okay. didn't work on a phone. Okay, and that was my point. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, because okay. There, there were times, mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna directly quote you because I don't remember exactly what you said, but I re I, I distinctly remember several times where you said that the only good thing about Windows on a mobile phone mm -hmm. was the tethering. Which is not the case anymore because right. they will get charged for that. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, but, but a lot That's of them, but, but that was any smartphone. Was uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here, Rob. Uh, but that was about any smartphone pre iPhone, wasn't it? Well, no, uh, because the Blackberry, mm -hmm. if you had the correct data plan, mm-hmm, you wouldn't get charged anything extra. Yeah, it was tethering for a while was something that so few people actually used it that they didn't bother charging you like the extra additional plan for it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's a, it's a fair comparison to talk about tethering on on the old Windows phone versus this because tethering <laughs> on these new ones are going to be exactly the same as the iPhone. You're going to be charged the extra twenty bucks or whatever to get that service. It's when that iPhone came across. That they started limiting things, they realized, oh crap, people was people are actually going to use our uh, our data lines, and we're not prepared for it. And uh, you're you're going to have the same the same issues here that you have on iPhone if it works as advertised. Again, not having our hands on it, um, you know, especially and with the uh, with the evolution of the whole uh, the Wi-Fi hotspot technology that came out of Palm first, I think. Um, oh, that exactly. Makes people tether a heck of a lot more than. The old, you know, oh, I have to buy the special USB cable so I can plug my BlackBerry into my laptop and use it as a really slow modem. <laughs> exactly. I, I, right. And then, that, 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 yeah, as far as that goes, I don't know how many people are using Verizon or Sprint to put their Wi-Fi-only iPads on the Internet. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, I, I had the Palm Pre and the, or the Palm Pre Plus and the Palm Pixie Plus for, uh, for a couple months, and I could have... You know, I, I had the stuff to tether on my iPhone, but I didn't want to bother doing it when I had this awesome little hotspot thing that gave me, you know, the um, 
it was on Verizon. I had Verizon uh, 3G speeds on uh, on this little thing. It's just so easy. Like no cables involved. The fact that there's just yeah. no cable involved made it so much easier. It was kind of mind blowing. Right? It, got all it was a pain in the butt to do tethering in comparison today. Like yeah, I could do it. My wife could do it, but I don't think it'd be so easy for like us to hand it to our parents and do it. Yeah, exactly. At this point, the the technology has evolved so much that it's really mm-hmm. you don't need to know anything at all. You don't have to explain anything. You don't have to fiddle through any me- any menus. You don't have to buy anything extra. It just works. Mm-hmm. Here's my prediction. It, what Windows is trying to do is they're trying to squeeze their way back into this phone market. Yeah. But it's not going to work. But it's not going to work. It seems like they're starting from scratch, despite the fact that they've had... This is Windows Phone 7, again. They've right. got seven t- tries at this. Um, it's a reboot, you know. It's uh, And they're so far gone. Do you know anybody with a Windows Phone? Even the last holdout I knew uh, the other day told me... You know, I was like, hey, hey, Windows Phone, you should be happy. You know, there's this coming up. And he's like, well, actually, I switched to Android like a while ago. So, I mean, right. who is running Windows Phone that's not being deployed by by businesses? And even even our company has switched from Windows Phone on AT&T to uh, BlackBerry on Verizon uh, about a year and a half ago. So uh, Exactly. There are three major players in the phone market as mm-hmm. far as software goes. Mm-hmm. Android, iPhone, BlackBerry. Now, I now don't, granted... I don't... That battle is extremely lopsided. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it pains me to say this, but iPhone has the corner on the market. Yeah, iPhone, I think, is making the most strides. Android is still, I think, is still in development as far as, uh, you know, the big thing for numbers is going to be getting the, into the businesses. BlackBerry right. gets it. How many Blackberries are on there because they're deployed to thousands of people in a company uh, because that's what was mandated? You know, right. that's why that's why you carry a BlackBerry along with your Android. You know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why we have it at work, whether they like it or not. You know, the, uh, the important thing to understand about all these companies involved in it is they're not selling just phones anymore. They're not selling, you know, just the PDA that can make a phone call anymore. They're trying to sell uh, a whole experience into your life. Uh, so you look at Android. Android is selling phones. Yeah. But they're also selling the Google TV. Mm-hmm. which on Android and everything is integrated. Apple just launched uh, the second iteration of the Apple TV, as well as the fact that all of their devices mesh extremely well together as far as the iPhone, the iPad, uh, your desktop computers, and now the the Apple TV. And now uh, with Windows Phone 7, they're selling the same kind of experience because they have things like the Kinect coming out and the latest edition of the Xbox uh, 360, which a lot of people will argue is the best media center you can get your hands on before uh, you know, things like the Roku and the mm-hmm. Apple TV and all that because of how flexible it is, how powerful it is, uh, and all the things it can do. So if they can actually, if they, because what they want to do with the Connect is, you know, like I was saying earlier, they want to make the Connect something that your parents want to buy without you having to tell them to buy it. If they can convince your parents to buy it, and then, you know, they go to the, uh, the uh, I was about to say the Verizon store, the uh, AT&T <laughs> store, I guess, and... Um, and the salesman says, well, you know, do you, do you have the Connect at home? Yeah, you love your Connect, right? Well, if you get this phone, you can use this phone to operate your Connect as a remote, and they can interact with each other. Well, that's a huge selling point. When you can integrate your devices into people's lives, it becomes all that more important. So if they get sold on one piece, they're likely to be sold on the rest of it. So 
you know, people who have Android phones are fighting for Google TV. People who, um, you know, have anything Mac will fight for anything Mac. And people who have the Kinect or buy Windows Phone 7 are going to fight for the other half of it. So the question is, who can sell the better experience um, to get the casual user? And then on top of that is all the business users and all the geeks and all the uh, the other markets. Well, here here's the way I have it broken down in my twisted little head. Okay? Android is for the tankers. Yes. iPhone and that entire market is for... And this isn't anything bad towards you guys or any anyone else that we know, but it's for the ease of, for lack of a better word, syncing or connectivity. Because all of your devices are extremely easy to connect together. I would say it makes more sense to say that people who have iPhones use it for the apps than to have anything to do with syncing. People use it for the app store and people use it for the uh, closed garden idea that anything I buy in the app store is totally safe and I don't even have to. Yeah, and I don't think it's I don't think it's a connectivity thing as far as the iPhone, because you don't need a Mac in order to be buying to the iPhone experience. I know plenty of people that have uh, Windows PCs uh, sitting on my couch right now uh, that love their iPhone, Um, you know, and people like that. It's uh, uh, Malenko, who's been on the show, he's he's a full-on PC, you know, user. He loves his iPhone. Uh, my brother's all PC. He's on the iPhone. I I don't think it's it's so much that crossover experience that I think you're talking about about like as much as we're talking about like maybe the Xbox connecting to your Windows phone. Um, and, it, and even as easy as it is, I mean. Obviously, I use the heck out of my iPhone, but honestly, I sync it maybe once every two weeks, and that's just to make sure I have a backup. Yeah. I like my iPhone because of all the things it's capable of doing in my hand, not the things that it's capable of doing connected to something on my desk. But having, but but I do agree, having the iPhone makes your choice in getting an iPad easier, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but but you know, it's the same experience going on, and that kind of, that's another angle to this. Uh, you know, this is a real reboot. This is a non-Windows looking, feeling phone. You know, it's a different kind of experience. Their big connection is the games and the Xbox Live. So are we going to get another option? Like the iPhone, uh, you know, we always say iPhone, iPhone, iPhone. But really, it has a standalone function with the iPod Touches, with the iPads, as gaming devices. I know plenty of people with kids that they've bought them iPod Touches, mostly so they didn't play with their iPhones. Uh, and, and they loaded up with the, the cheap games. And and it, it beats getting a Nintendo DS and dropping thirty bucks a game. Uh, do you think that there's something coming up uh, down the pike that they'll be using this sort of interface, maybe to push a standalone non-cell device? Because you're not getting your kids, you know, eight-year-old kid that wants to play their Xbox on the road, uh, a cell phone. Yeah. So so maybe there's a Windows uh, Seven pad with this sort of interface. There's definitely an opportunity for it, especially with the Connect and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because because they've already failed as far as uh, uh, pushing the PC experience and shrinking it down. Uh, so this this really seems like it's a smoother interface. Uh, some you know you know built from the ground up for the touch interface and no more stylus. That's that's another big difference from the old Windows to this. Uh, and I don't think does anybody have a stylus anymore? Do Android phones have them in some cases? No, it, it's all touch. Yep. So 
Yeah. From the very first Android to every current Android, mm-hmm. it's all touch. Windows it's, Mobile has been using a stylus since like it's it's uh well it's the last iteration of Windows Mobile. Like it really does feel like it's it's two completely different products because it pretty much is because like they like you said they're basically starting over. But uh, the uh, I had one around here somewhere. What the heck was it? I don't remember. But um, but it, well, that's a brigade. I don't know. You just have like stacks of phones lying around. Is I, I do. I up? still have. Um, I have a Motorola Devour. That thing got discontinued real fast. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had, uh, oh, the Samsung Omnia 2. And that thing, it had a stylus. I didn't realize it had a stylus until I read the manual because it doubled as a um, as a resistive touchscreen that used a stylus if you wanted to. And it was so embedded in the case that I like read the manual. And I was like, oh, if you move that flap and peel that over, there's a little stylus in there. Oh, that's great. So it can go back to the, the trio days and feel like an idiot. It's, it's a good job, guys. <laughs> but of course, you know, with the old Windows phone, I mean, weren't they uh, kind of picking up on the Palm experience? Uh, I think there were Windows Pocket PC devices. Uh, yeah. So they're already carrying over from what Palm innovated. Um, yeah. And there's the, the classic uh, Windows tablet that um i think i think hp put out a lot of the hardware for it but it was basically nothing more than a copy of windows in a tablet mm-hmm. there, there was nothing really custom about it except for the uh, really terrible piece of software that was supposed to recognize your handwriting they're, they're definitely making a push for the app side of things uh there's a list here of some launch day titles uh of course ea is real big into it tetris sims 3 monopoly Need for Speed Undercover, all stuff that we have on our iPhones and Android for the most part. Um, they have Netflix is going to be on it, Slacker Radio, uh, uh, T-Mobile TV is going to be on it, IMDb. You know, but at least at least the very you know all the basic stuff we're using Twitter, Fandango, eBay. Uh, so they got the big names as far as that. Uh, we'll see what their development's like in comparison. Yeah, I, I guess the uh, the other question we need to ask is how easy is it going to be to develop? for this in contrast to Android and iPhone. So, I mean, you know, going from, you know, Android's wide open uh, approach on everything to iPhone's, well, we're loosening the reins a little bit. So we'll kind of see maybe, you know, where where the third player comes from this. Um, The other interesting thing for this is U-verse Mobile. Uh, Apparently, I think starting today... Uh, if you have your Xbox or Windows mobile phone, of course, when it comes out uh, in a couple weeks, um, you can actually, and you have AT&T U-verse cable service. Um, I don't know who does anymore, um, but you can actually have, you can actually use your Xbox as a cable box. Hmm. You yeah. you can't do it, like, you can't just sign up and say, I'm going to use my Xbox uh, you have to have at least one DVR set up, um, and non let's see, non customers will have to shell out nine ninety nine a month. Uh, well, for the phone version of it, um, the Xbox uh, people need to have an additional fifty five dollars for installation. So it's an interesting. I I don't know. I, I definitely don't think it's priced right. As far oh, and you have to buy a ninety nine dollar Xbox kit. That includes the installation. <laughs> Man, this sounds like it's in like we're talking about Windows Phone 7. Like, oh, yeah, it's a total reboot. And then we talk about the pricing schemes. And it's like, oh, wait, it's like Microsoft in 1997 all over again. It's like, man, is this web TV? <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. 
Uh, speaking of that, I, I, I think I think before we you know break that down, we need to talk about Google TV. I almost forgot that happened last week. This is like so expensive. Oh my god! But before we talk about that, let's talk about our sponsor, who's a lot cheaper than that. Backblaze.com. Get your stuff backed up. I think I had another drive fail on me this week, uh, so I'm really going to oh, make imagine that. Has a conspiracy but... theory here that we never, nobody had any drive failure problems until I actually started advertising this. Complete yeah. irony, I tell you. <laughs> I just, I just think it's funny that every week you mention Backblaze and you have a story to go with. It. <laughs> yeah, it comes, you know, it comes out of the road work. Like uh, DJ Lunchbox will from. Wrestling Mayhem show. I think his problem happened a few weeks before uh, th- we we had this. I've had you know all kinds of problems with hard drives. I've had hard drives fail at work uh, over the years. So I mean, and I push for something like this at work, but of course you know we kind of a little more massive stuff with uh with our workflow and everything. So we have to find another solution. Uh, but for you, the regular common user, uh, if you're doing, I do video, so I'm probably more on the high end of somebody that uses something like this. Um, I have several terabytes of stuff up there, uh, backups for this show, backups for clients, uh, feel a lot safer with it. I just, I have a bunch of externals hooked up to my iMac upstairs and it all gets pushed up the backblaze. $5 a month, backblaze.com. We have, uh, links over there. Please click through our links over at soldertronmedia.com, uh, the show, uh, you support the show and, uh, you can try it out. Uh, it's it, PC or Mac, doesn't matter. $5 per computer. Uh, it's, and I have it on the laptop too to back up my photos because you don't know what's going to happen to your laptop, you know, um, you know the you know the dog could pee on it or something or uh, you, you you never know. We so, had that awesome lightning storm last night that I heard in my speakers before it struck a couple hundred yards from my apartment. Perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> that certainly could have fried my Drobo. There you go. That's a perfect. You have a Drobo. You have redundancy backup sitting right there a few feet from you. I presume, and uh, and and that could go in in a case like that. Yep. So there you go. Go check check them out on backblaze.com. <laughs> so back to TV. That's way more expensive. Google TV had an announcement last week, uh, the Logitech uh, announcement, I believe, um, where they talked about uh, their options. Uh, I have not gotten a look at this remote that they had. Um, I'll be looking that up right now. Uh, but I know the the box that they have three hundred dollars. Is it? Yeah, three hundred bucks to start. To start. Yeah. I, you know, I I know it's supposed to be a way better and everything, but compared to ninety nine dollars for an Apple TV, compared to starting at sixty dollars for a Roku, I'm really considering getting a low end Roku to hook up to my my you know twenty five inch SD TV in the bedroom, just so I can watch Netflix up there. You know, yeah. I mean, with you know, versus, and I think that it only interfaces with a DVR if you have Direct TV, not Direct TV, Dish Network. Do you know if the uh, if the thing comes with the remote or if, if you have to buy the remote? Uh, I don't know about their service. Because the the um, let's see, are available for pre-order as well. Uh, it, your options are a hundred and forty-nine dollar webcam. That better be a damn good webcam. Yeah. Um, the review-specific uh, version of the Denovo Mini. No, the, the, the Denovo is a fantastic keyboard, but that keyboard is $130. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, keyboard available if you need a spare or buy a different brand of Google TV appliance for $100. 
So yeah, I mean, like if it doesn't come with the remote, that's an extra 130 bucks. You can that seems that's, wrong. That's expensive. Play. Just to be able to play like Hulu on your television, and yeah. it, it's uh, it I is think, cheaper if you're on the Dish Network. Apparently, it's still 200 bucks for the box on Dish Network. I understand. Oh, yeah, yeah it's I was looking at. I'm, I'm, that's one of the options. My contract's up with FiOS at the end of the year. Uh, I'm either reducing that or moving to a new new system that gives me the best deal. And yeah, I was looking at, but I don't want to put down 200 bucks for something I may not even like or use. Here we you go. Know? You get the uh, the review, uh, which is the name of the Logitech Google TV box, comes with the uh, the the Google TV box keyboard with integrated touch and directional pad, an HDMI cable, and uh, one. Uh, IR blaster and a couple of AA batteries. That's what you get for $299. Holy crap. Or, uh, or, as announced recently, you could buy one of the Sony LCDs that have Google TV built in for anywhere from $600 to $1,400 for a 24 to 46 inch TV. Wow. Well, I'm actually getting a look at that keyboard. That's a really weird looking keyboard. It is a funny looking keyboard. I, I, you the know, Novos are nice. I actually have the uh, the Logitech DeNovo for Mac, which uh, is the best keyboard I've owned in my life. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 a lot of money <laughs> for something like they're launching into a market where every other opportunity is cheaper. So much so that it's like not just like oh, you know, you could save fifty bucks and buy this other thing. No, like you're saving like three quarters of the price by doing anything else that is already vastly supported. And it's not like it's not like it's an alternative by any means, because I really can't see you getting one of these things and not hooking up the cable, because I think it's more what it's built around. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it really seems like this is the way uh, for talking with the con- content producers and cable operators to ingrain this Internet experience and still have you pay for cable, even if you're sitting there on cable. And you, more often than not, you search for The Office and watch it on Hulu versus your actual cable. You're still hooked up to that box, and you're still paying on the service fee for that. Yeah, I, I think as as everybody makes the uh, the jokes about, oh, the Apple TV is another version of of Web TV. I'd say that the uh, the Logitech review, as far as I can see so far, I don't, I don't know about any of the billion other devices that are going to come out over the next year. Um, but I'd say it looks a heck of a lot more than web, like web TV than anything else we're seeing. <laughs> Which is funny. Well, you know, again, you know, you, you say how progressive uh, uh, Google may be over the years, but they're kind of stepping into, you know, much like with the cell phones. Uh, you know, there's plenty of complaints of the old world problem of uh, of Verizon putting bloatware on those droids. Uh, mm-hmm. That you know, these these you know Sony and everybody else are going to put God knows what in this, make it into you know, a, a, a high t- high end device like this that's really out of the reach. Of, you know, uh, it, it's a different market. It just puts it in a whole different price range. Maybe if they were still competing with the old Apple TV that was two hundred to three hundred dollars, oh, this yeah. makes sense. Absolutely. And I, but, I would pick this over that in in a heartbeat because yeah, you're not because with like you, you you just can't expect something like this to exceed like succeed uh, very well with. I mean, just one example: the Roku. You buy the most expensive Roku available, and you're still saving half your money. Doesn't it top out at a hundred bucks? Something it's it's uh it starts at like forty, and then it goes up. I'm uh, I'm using the internet right now to find this. 
<laughs> uh, Roku.com, which the show I believe is available on there. If you look under the blue TV over there, uh, I, which I, I've actually gotten feedback. Some people actually watched the show on the Roku box. I'm really concerned to how this video stretches out to, like, I, I can't imagine seeing this on my 42 inch plasma. You know, you get. Uh, let's see. Honest. There's the the cheapest Roku box you can get is 59.99, which gives you. Uh, 720p built-in wireless and an ethernet connector and hdmi output if you want to spend a hundred dollars which is still a third of the cost of the logitech unit you <laughs> also get 1080p instant replay uh and compatible dual band wireless component video usb port it's only a hundred bucks and it supports everything that's on the roku and if you talk to anybody who's anybody in streaming media they'll say oh yeah roku it's easy for anybody to put it's, content on. They've just That's added. Everybody has it, say, if we can get a show on there, I think anybody can. Uh, Revision 3 is on there. Uh, Hulu Plus uh, just got announced recently to be on there. Netflix, of course. Of course, Netflix is in everything these days, it seems. Uh, MLB, you know, you don't even have cable. If you're, if you're a baseball fan, first of all, I'm sorry. And uh, second of all, you don't need cable in order to, in to watch your, your baseball, you know. And I think a lot of other uh, groups are going to be following us up. UFC is on here. You know, yep. uh, you put my wrestling and my football and my hockey under and I'm sold on this and I'm canceling cable, yeah. you know, and to then, be completely honest. Yeah, I, I believe UFC has pay-per-views on here of their events. Yeah. I mean, can... that's pretty progressive right there. I mean, and plus you still have the Amazon video if you want to buy stuff, which is pretty, pretty much the equivalent of the iTunes store mm -hmm. as far as videos go. Um, you look at the, the Apple TV for a hundred bucks and now there's more rumors floating around now that they will actually enable the use of applications on it. That's going to be the thing. That's the, that's the, that's the thing that's going to make Apple stick out and really, yeah. you know, beat the heck out of this, this Google TV stuff. Now, yeah. now, now, now Google TV is going to have multiple partners. Oh yeah. They're going to have a bunch of partners. So, you know, take everything we say about the Logitech box. We're talking about TV. Sony Logitech is really the only ones we've heard of. You know, who's to say we're not going to get an insignia branded one. That's going to be like sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. You know, but, I, but still, I mean, if it, if the, if the Logitech box costs this much, like what are you getting from this Logitech box that somebody else would release a piece of hardware and say, Oh, ours is a third of the price of the Logitech box running the same software. Like what could you do? Mm hmm. Would you like change it to standard def? Like, I mean, it's not like the the three hundred dollar package comes with a free massage. It's just <laughs> Google TV and a remote. Oh, and an HDMI cable. Maybe it comes with a monster cable. Maybe that's where like two hundred dollars of this is going to. <laughs> I'm actually using a monster cable here, um, only because it was the only one they had. I swear. Um, yeah, it, it's relatively unproven. I mean, we've seen the demos. We've seen the um, really hindered demos a few months ago. I don't know. Did they show off the interface much at the uh, Logitech event? Does anybody know? I didn't see it. What, Chachi, what are I you doing? It. What are you doing over there? Remember how I told you that if I have stuff on my desk That's when I sit down to do this, I get distracted? <laughs> okay. I'm just playing with stuff. I'm okay. listening. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know much about the subject, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'm happy with my setup. So, well, your setup is kind of like the geek setup, uh, right? You know, explain what you're doing there. I have a 26 inch flat screen TV mm -hmm. that is my computer my computer monitor. Mm -hmm. 
and I have my cable going into it. But but you have a bit of a more bachelor setup. This is this is for uh, other you know for others. Like even like here, you know, it, it's it's it, it's me and Missy sitting in front of a TV and figuring about the easiest way to do this kind of stuff. You know, for us right. the answer is again a little super geeky. You know, I have my old laptop under there. It runs Hulu and everything just fine. I have an Xbox hooked up. If you want to watch Netflix, play on. I'm done with. By the way, I when I have a very angry post about that at some day. Um, but you know, and and st- and and that's even and well, that's another side of this Google TV. Uh, but but yeah, for what I use, I have a you know the mouse remote uh, on my iPhone. This Google TV. Uh, as opposed to you buying this $130 keyboard, uh, they are going to have apps available, I think, for free uh, for the Android and the iPhone, which yeah. is really going to help. It'll, it'll help, but man, I hope the hardware gets cheaper. And when a har- when the hardware gets cheaper, because it has to happen, mm-hmm. I really want to see Logitech explain why their box is so expensive. Because the moment something cheaper comes out, because anything cheaper will look the same and and function the same for the most part, unless they're remote is you know more comfortable or something yeah like that. And, and have we even got to the point where they're talking about uh, uh apps for the google tv you know um there's youtube live i think <laughs> if you're into that okay uh, which, <laughs> which they had a beta of a few weeks ago um you know but I, mean, I also understand i think there's an actual web browser on this thing web tv tv there you go um <laughs> But like, yeah, I mean, if if anything comes out any cheaper than this, it um, it scavenges Logitech's market share and Google TV, which doesn't make any sense. Which so so I'm really confused about this whole thing because it basically means that Logitech launched this device feeling confident that nobody can make anything cheaper than this, mm-hmm. which means that Google TV is for naught. Like, or is it just never... because they're the first to announce? Yeah, but I. You got to think that these guys pass around numbers and they're like, oh, well, you know, Insignia is going to put one out and it's $4 million. So we can sell one for $300. Nobody would be happy. Mm-hmm. But man, I, don't, I, I have no idea what to say about the future of Google TV based on the Logitech device. It, it does not give me good hopes at all. I have no reason to, to look forward to Google TV. I do have reasons to look forward to the Apple TV running application. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear it's already been jailbroken. I don't know yeah. what you can do with that information, uh, just yet. Uh, because I'm sure if you load up Angry Birds, it's not going to work so well. Yeah, I, I think the 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 progress so far is that it has been jailbroken, and you can install applications on a jailbroken Apple TV, but you can't run them yet. They're still working on that. Yeah, because well, there's a whole interface issue there. Yeah, know? yeah. So, but, uh, and and again, this is all a part of selling the experience and owning the the casual customer. Just like you see that application markets are overflowing with casual games, when you succeed in the casual market, everything else is just money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sorry, but three hundred dollars is not good for casual. A <laughs> hundred bucks is good for casual. Sixty bucks is great for casual. Three hundred dollars is nothing for casual. And the other announcement, I, I need to get a little more brushed up on this, but I've heard a lot about it. Uh, Facebook, who, uh, the, who, who, they had their announcement the same morning as the Google TV, I believe. Um, the big thing I hear people talking about is the new groups function. Mm-hmm. The new groups function, not the old discussion groups, mind you. Uh, apparently, Mark Zuckerberg came out and announced nobody likes making lists. So, you know, as a bash to all of his fellow uh, analyticals, um, 
but apparently they are collaborative groups or lists that you buy into. Uh, I have not had an opportunity to play with this any, uh, but I, I do know I was listening, I think this week in tech and they uh, started putting together right on the spot lists of people in the tech journalism community, which just turned into a big inclusive discussion group. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I'm not entirely grasping how this works. Apparently you can start a list. Like I can say uh, the way I understand it, uh, like I can say, you know, add Robin Chashi here to an awesome cast group. And then you guys also can add people to the awesome cast group that you feel should be part of the group that I'm not friends with. Mm. And now they're a friend via this group. It's almost like the the experience itself ruins the experience. You know, like, how you let's mean? make it like, let's make it like, you know, a private thing. So I only invite my closest friends, but then... My closest friends invite their really annoying friends. So suddenly this thing that wanted to be my closest friends is now full of people that I hate. Like it's like when you throw a party and it's a secret party and there's that one moron who calls like 50 of his friends and your party is ruined. Or to turn around, if you're the guy that's trying to bring two social circles together and they don't really mesh as well as you would hope. Yeah. Okay, okay, hey, I see. Say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like, and also, this is one of those things that the only people who really know about it are the people who are reading the tech news. I can almost guarantee that. I talk, I haven't yeah. found it yet. I, I heard it was under friends. Is it, is it not rolled out yet? Um, I, no, I I heard about it on uh, tech news today. I think. Yeah, I don't know how to get to this. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm in my friends right now. I can edit my friends. I can find friends. I can uh, uh, let's see status updates. Let's go to more maybe. I mean, there's all my lists that I made before because I hate making lists. Um, well, you know what what else do I do with this? You know. Oh, hey, I found a group. I found, found a groups. I just searched for um. Oh, uh, you know what? This is the old groups. Yeah, I just Googled for uh, Facebook groups, and there's... Why uh, am I still a part of these groups? Um, Yeah, these are old groups I've made for, like, the Wrestling Mayhem show, for other old podcasts that have died off, some wrestling groups, uh, Million Strong for Stephen Colbert. So where where are my groups for Create Group? And maybe maybe when you create it, it's different now. Really funny if, like... Only the three of us didn't get it, and everybody else is listening. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Man, like, what a bunch of retards! I'm never listening to this crap again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dude. Well, you know what? Why do we need to create a group, though? Yeah, that's the other thing. I feel like this is a niche feature that's just going to oh, sit inside Facebook and be used by a couple thousand people. In that Actually, field. here it is. I, the, let me go ahead and try this uh, first. You know, if you go to create a group, oh, I just got a notification. Now. I just went to my my wall page and it says, "Try out the new groups. Create a space to share, chat, and email They they know we're talking about it. And then that yeah. says members. How do I? I don't I don't understand how I add people. Oh oh okay. It's just a giant okay. Yes. Let me just point out that if we, and we being you, Rob, and myself, took this long to find <laughs> the group feature. That's a very good point. <laughs> it was a five-minute hunt on Facebook to find this thing. Right. Um, Man, your torches. Facebook has a new feature. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not that good if it took us this long to find Ooh. it. Yeah, yeah, I've been added to a group. This yes. is exciting. You, you have all been added to a group. 
This is the future of the internet right here. Let's see. We can share docs. Is that new? Sharing docs? Is that new? Um, no, it's not new. It's called huh? Google Docs. Well, in Facebook, there's smarty <laughs> fans. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, we'll be randomly adding people to this group. So we have an awesome cast group. I think it's okay. closed. <laughs> so now that I've been added to this group, I now have an easy button on the side that says create group. Yeah, it, it all, it all, nothing came up until we looked for it. <laughs> I had to randomly decide, and, on, oh, and look, now I got a notification oh, that, that you posted in the Awesome Cast group. Uh, okay, okay, I, I see this as we're going. You know, when they started explaining this, uh, when I listened to Twit the other night, I really thought, thanks for that, Rob. Um, <laughs> is that your hello world, by the way, that you have to say penis? <laughs> like, hey, I'm in the Google Doc that we're using for the show. Penis, really big. There it's, you go. It's it's what I use to kind of jar your brain because I know that you're looking at these things. And Shachi's joined in the penis parade. <laughs> so when um, you're reading a Google Doc and then uh, a, a word as such comes up in the largest font available <laughs> in Google Docs in red, bold, you kind of you stop talking and it's hilarious. <laughs> You're like, oh, and this thing, and, uh, uh, well, I can't, uh, there's a giant penis on my screen. I'm sorry. There you go. There you go. At least it's not like an ASCII art or anything, and I, that's not a challenge. Um, yeah. So. Well, not only, okay, I don't know if you've noticed this since we're on Facebook concurrently. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this, but down next to where the chat feature is, if you have it turned on, it adds. A little box with the group that you're in. It does? Right next well on mine it did. I don't know if it's because I'm currently in No, it's still there. But yeah. it added an awesome cast chat. Well well here, go go ahead and add something again. Maybe because you haven't updated since. Um you know, there you go, live live demoing um of sorts. Oh that didn't work at all. <laughs> 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 well, I, actually, yeah, it pops up like in the left as a notification now. That's right. new. Now, now again, when they were describing how this worked and it was all inclusive for this, it really, f yeah. Now, now groups got jumped to the top of my list. There you go. Um, <laughs> on the left, it's it feel. Isn't this what Google Wave was supposed to be? Yes. Because this feels like a collaborative environment in something we're already using. Um, <laughs> Which feels like then a cross with Buzz that nobody uses. Okay, yep. so where's the add button that you were talking about? The what button? You said that uh, you could create a group, and then the people that you're in the group... <laughs> you put a penis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, there it is. Add friends to group. There you go. <laughs> See, I so, told you. Welcome to the Awesome Cast Facebook scavenger hunt. Um, <laughs> and I just added someone new to the group that I didn't create. Huh. I wonder yeah. if you uh, if you set it to secret if anything of that any any of that changes. Here's uh, another good point. So there's all these options and things, mm -hmm. and they don't make it readily apparent like what these things mean. What do you mean? Like there, when you create a group, there's an option for it to be open, uh, closed, or private. I would like to know what the difference. I did hear a breakdown of it. Uh, I don't remember that. But it, Therefore, um, I, I, the un unknowing Facebook user who hardly understands computers, um, 
I would like to know the difference. I don't see anything that says new to groups. How about some stuff? It, the communication here is terrible. Okay, I got it now. All right, so the chat thing I was talking about. Basically, when you log into Facebook, if you have the chat feature turned on, like Rob does. Oh, apparently, yeah, I did turn mine off. Yeah, you have yours turned off. Yeah. But what it does is it automatically opens a chat session and adds whoever is in your group to that chat session. Huh. And fun fact, when I hit the groups button on the left, I can't find the... Oh, wait, it is the awesome cast group. Okay, there you go. Who's the fourth member? I don't I see added it. John. I added John. Did he... Did he I, I haven't seen him yet. Oh, okay. Friends and John Harris. Okay, now it, it didn't update. So I don't know. This this I think we should take a poll in like a couple weeks and ask random people if they have a clue what Facebook groups is. Why would you I, use it? And if they say like, oh, you mean like, uh, if ten thousand people join this group, <laughs> I'll uh, send an email to Justin Bieber. You mean like that? Because they also happen to name this new feature the same thing as an existing feature. <laughs> yes. So. Yes. Uh, the explanation was we wanted to keep it simple. Uh, I think they kept it too simple. Because now it's mixed in with my old groups. Now if I go to my old... They're in the awesome casting update now that I turned my channel. Simple like, can this be is, confusing. Oh, I didn't even know this is a group I got invited to. This uh, the startup drinks or something. Um, yeah, and there's still the old groups. Yeah. Old yeah, that's style a legitimate groups. group, not a not a new group. That's an old group. Yeah, it's <laughs> so wow. confusing. This is completely unnecessary. <laughs> I already have this. Yeah, the, yeah. on several. I don't levels. use it on another platform. Uh, what makes them? Uh, fuck Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, anyway, it is it is getting up to uh, Chachi's heart out. He is going to miss his glee, uh, so we'll we'll let him go for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> no problem, Just man. Leave it out. Uh, probably not. Uh, Chachi, <laughs> uh, you 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 got your 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 vidcast coming up here. Um, yeah. Robots, zombies, all the information you want to know. Chachi says dot net. Uh, for Chachi says the vidcast and uh, whatever other blogging you've been having going on. I, I randomly, whenever I think of something that I feel people Whoa. will enjoy. Yeah, and apparently I'm always wrong. <laughs> Why? As to what people will enjoy. Okay. But I I do it anyhow. Wait, have you so. had some backlash on that subject? No, it's just things that I think will get a decent amount of hits. Don't. Okay. Like, I, I did a whole blog post on... I, I was curious one day. And so, I, I pulled up this list of jobs. Just a job list of things that people can do. And I went through, and I grabbed a decent amount of them, and threw in a blog post that I called Jobs That I Could Do Pantsless. <laughs> And I mean, there it's it a pretty good list. Um, and you have several several keywords in there. I think it will get you a lot of hits, such as porn star, stripper, and sex line operator. Exactly. Um, 
<laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, porn star, stripper, sex line operator. Those were all under jobs that I won't do. Okay. Um, and then webmaster, writer, musician, judge, uh, farmer. And I specifically put not an animal farmer. Good, good call. Good call. <laughs> Accountant, uh, artist, and enviro environmental scientist. Okay. Just to name a few. And yeah, that didn't do so well. You, you never know. Uh, it's it's a very. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I mean, it's just random stuff like that. I I even threw in the uh, the Super Bowl commercial from Dockers mm -hmm. that had that awesome song. The uh, we are the men that wear no pants. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I go check him out. Rob, what up? What's up with you these days? Um. Coffee. You know, I, I haven't, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I've never really been a coffee drinker. I've been more of a, uh, an energy drink, energy drink, uh, any, and yeah. <laughs> this is going really well for me as you can tell a, uh, an energy drink kind of guy. But my parents, uh, when they visited, um, a couple, like a month ago, they gave me three coffee makers, three, one big one, wow. two small. Yeah. Three. And, uh, and a whole bunch of coffee. And, um, my Fridays, because I have off from my, my regular job on Fridays, have been insanely productive, like waking up at a decent time and having a cup of coffee. And I was dead tired when I got home from work today. I, th I think I've come down from, from being completely immune to caffeine to going back to being somewhat normal. And I, and I like it a lot. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from sounding like a caffeine-induced psychopath, um, I have there's that clothing swap thing that I, I mentioned last week, I think, or something two weeks ago, maybe. Anyway, RedUpThreadUp.com, R-E-D-D, Thread, D-H-R-E-A-D, Up, U-P, dot com. Uh, if you're into clothing swaps and you're in Pittsburgh, there's a clothing swap you should go to. It's pretty sweet. Give clothes, get clothes, everybody wins. Um... And on that, you know, I'm just like building stuff. I learned how to make rings recently on a lathe. It's pretty. It's fancy. Um, yeah, so there you go. And uh, I'm on the internet, you know, robjdlc.com. Right there. And this is more famous on the internet. We are. <clears throat> I hear such. I hear such. And of course, I'm uh, Mike Sorgan. Check out my musings over at sorgatron.com, uh, at sorgatron on Twitter. Um, and of course, check out all the stuff we're working on. We got a lot of great stuff coming up here. Sorgatronmedia.com. We're getting back in the swing of things here post vacation. Um, program known in about two weeks, we'll be moving, uh, uh, to Wednesday recording, uh, just, for, just for one week. Don't worry, what? Chachi. Don't worry, Chachi. Um, but other than that, we're live 7 p.m. Eastern Tuesdays uh, for you guys to join us uh, here live in the chat room. Not required for you to enjoy the show because you can also find that out uh, find that out out there on the interwebs, on iTunes, on YouTube, uh, on uh, Blip TV, uh, and of course your Roku box. And I think we're I, I, we might be on Boxy. I, I got to double check that. Um, so and, and of course check us out over at uh, awesomecast.com for the links to all that kind of stuff at awesomecast and even email us contact at awesomecast.com uh, we do have a voice line uh, 724-25-ACAST 
Mm. You can imagine what the A is for. Um, somebody just awesome. called me. There you go. There you go. Or if you don't like the show, it could be something else. Um, thanks, guys. Thanks, Joshi, for joining us, the usual pitch hitter. Uh, thanks, Rob, again. Uh, and everybody, check out check out last week's show if uh, you haven't yet, and check out our, our roundtable about the social network and uh, all the stuff coming up uh, at awesomecatch.com. We'll see you guys next week. You've been our great audience. Yeah.